How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Pandemic Land. As always, we are your hosts, Ryan Wolfgang and Keeks Cosplay and Art. Hello. Yeah, and on this episode, of, I think this is episode 10 of Pandemic Lounge, I believe. Probably right? 8. Probably 8 or 10. Like, yeah, yeah we have like 2 nine, where 10. we messed up on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because you remember that little Star Wars crawl I made that I sent to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that was funny. Well, but yeah. edit that in into a future episode, but we got. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I still got the video saved, if I, if I, so I have it for, like, reference what I wrote down, so I can go back and make some changes to it and whatnot. But anyway, guys, welcome back to Pandemic Lounge. As you guys know, this is a show that Ryan and I created during uh, the pandemic just to, talk, just to like, because we couldn't really, like, talk, like, not really talk, excuse me, um, kind of, like, be out with whole, you know, like, pandemic, six feet rule, and all that bull crap. Sorry if I sound weird like that. But we created this show just to not just talk with ourselves and tell and sh share what's going on with each other's lives and stuff, but also to share what we've our opinions about things, what we've heard and stuff. And like for example, like from movie books, comic books to what we're even doing, even as well. So yeah, and our goals, which we'll get into later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and in case if you guys are new to the show, as always, we all always have a couple topics that we. Take one at a time, Ryan and I, we go back and forth, and we talk about a couple topics here and there, and we just kind of, like, just have a conversation about it and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, we always try to keep it positive, we always try to keep it, um, neutral. Yeah. I always try to keep my stuff neutral, so... Not, not political at all. <laughs> no, none at all, because that... No that as, as seen right now, you say something, it's like a matchstick and a stick of dynamite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Always. Yeah, but that doesn't refer to us in either way. We're talking about other people that we have just seen. Yeah. 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 But anyway, we got a couple topics we want to talk about. We want to talk about, like, this one's kind of more of a sci-fi relieved thing, because, like, we got Star Wars to talk about, Star Trek to talk about. Um, we got a new Hulk, uh, She-Hulk movie that just recently came out, or a trailer just dropped for it, actually. For um, Disney Plus series. Yeah, Disney Plus. Thanks, Disney Plus. Thanks, Disney <laughs> you're ruining everything but um yeah and aside from that we've also got what ryan said we also have a topic where we're going to talk about life goals and probably what we've been doing the um just learning and stuff like that yeah yep <clears throat> all right i think without further ado why don't we just jump right into it ryan all right uh so you had some sci-fi stuff that you wanted to talk about games yes i did actually um yes. I thought what would be really cool for Ryan in this situation case, because this was actually a pretty cool, uh, interesting idea that I thought of that we could do with a whole bunch of people. If I could find a way to bring it to, like, if we were going to a convention or something like that. Um, it, well, it was originally, it was like a, this was before what now is the Star Trek bridge simulator, which is a pretty cool thing. I've checked it out a bit. It's awesome. But it's called Artemis Spaceship Simulator. Now... You basically become a crew, your helm, there's like, I think a couple different categories, there's helm, control ship, weapons, communications, um, and of course the captain, obviously, and um, science as well, where you do all the science-y stuff and all that stuff. So pretty much basically Star Trek. But what's pretty cool is I've seen like six people, it's pretty awesome, like to just, apparently you can download the program and you can put it onto six different computers, 
and then you can all be like a selective group of basically your own Star Trek if you'd like that. And it's pretty freaking cool. I've seen a couple of people do um, videos of it on YouTube as well. It's really just like, it really makes you feel like you're watching Star Trek in a lot of ways. And um, the funny thing is, I saw a, I think it was like some kind of convention showcase, but Will Wheaton, Wesley Crusher himself, was there playing it as well. I think he was the captain. I think he and the rest of these guys, they were just goofing off while playing it as well. But it was it was just pretty cool to actually see like a Star Trek character actually playing this game, which is awesome. But yeah, as far as yeah. um, that, I what do you think, Ryan? You think it, that sounds pretty cool? That sounds pretty cool, dude. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, I believe it is Artemis, I believe. Yeah, Node actually did a video on it. Yep, I saw that. That's where I first saw that Node. Artemis spaceship. I'm gonna pull up some footage. Yeah, Artemis was actually like, yeah, spaceship bridge simulator. Yeah, Node. I mean. Sam did a really poor job as a captain. <laughs> he should have captained up. And he just, like... <laughs> but yeah, what I've learned is, from that game, is you can't... If you're going to hyperspace, you cannot jump so close to the enemy, in my opinion. It's like Battleship, in a way. Yeah. But yeah, aside from that, like... Yep, this is it right here. This is, like... If you're on the bridge. I'm just pulling up some footage. Yeah, it's from Node. <laughs> One of our other favorite content creators, Node. Shout out to yeah. Node. Yeah, the Node guys. These guys, um... Sam, Nico... Um... Sam and Nico, I know, are... They're animators as well, and computer graphics guys. I've seen most of their work on YouTube. I haven't seen, like, any yeah. movie projects that they've done and stuff, but... They've done a lot of pretty cool stuff on YouTube that you don't usually see in movies a lot. Yeah, with the Rocket Jump production. Yep, they have uh, Freddy Wong Rock of Rocket Jump and Brandon of Rocket Jump as well. Both Freddy Wong and Brandon, they're awesome as well. Like, Freddy does yeah. these really cool, like... He, he does a lot of things with guns and stuff in his thing, but he does it like he knows what he's do doing as well. Especially when, like, when you see behind the scenes, too. It's pretty awesome. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted yeah. to show some footage here. Yep. And then, I wanted to... Well, King, you weren't finished with, you know, with talking about it. When are you finished? Oh, but yeah. But yeah, Artemis Spaceship Simulator. It's basically like um, Star Trek in a lot of ways. And, but that was what we just, I just heard. I was like... I was like talking to Ryan, I was like, hey, we gotta talk about this. This might be a cool thing to do one of these days if we can actually have some other people as well. Like, But if I do it, I don't want to be the captain. I admit, I don't want to be the captain in that situation. And then I, I, I had Keegan look up a game called Star Trek Bridge Crew, which is basically the Star Trek equivalent to this. Yep. What he's basically. talking about. Yeah. And as you can see here, we are on yeah. the next generation ship. <laughs> it's on fire. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, and, um, yeah, so I think it would be really cool for us to do videos on this. 
Yeah, it would be too. Now, of course, you guys can see if you're seeing from the footage, it's also on the Oculus Rift, but it doesn't. You don't have to use the Oculus for it, which I think is yeah, a really good it's mechanic. Yeah, in VR, thing. but you don't have to use VR. You can use your if you're on PS4 or your controller, or if you're on PC or PC news. That's why. That's why I think that would be so perfect. Is like. I don't know if I would be a captain. Otherwise, I'd be saying captain's log, star date five, blah 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 blah, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. So anyway, that's anyway, some of the games, and but then yeah, that, like that's Star Ke Trek. Keegan and I were talking about getting back into um, the old Republic Star Wars. Yeah. And in case know. you guys don't know what we're talking about, this is a game. This is a Star Wars game that's been out for quite a bit. It's um it was made by BioWare, um aka the same guys I think that made uh Dragon Age and respectively that the remaster of just this came out, Mass Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah. But um yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta say, like, when the older public was coming out, I was like I first saw a TV trailer for this and I'm like, whoa, that's a lightsaber sound. And it was one of the coolest things I ever saw. I was like, it said Star Wars The Old Republic. I'm like, wait a minute, is this a past or is this a future thing? Because I actually thought this was going to be in the future. Um, after the Luke and Leia stuff, before the, the Force Awakens and all that kind of stuff. But then um, I actually got a chance to play it. And it was, in the beginning, it's not what it seems like. But over time, it was pretty freaking cool. Um... My account right now, um, I'm a Jedi Knight. I'm a Jedi Sentinel Knight, I believe I am, yeah. Because the of Sentinel course, Knights yeah, have... I'm um... a Jedi Knight. Huh? I'm a Jedi Knight as well, I'm yeah. again. Yeah, this is one of the latest... Th yeah, this is the latest um, uh, trailer. cinematic trailer for the new storyline. Which I'm kind of curious about. And quite honestly, they've very much improved a lot with these... Uh, Cinematic trailers. Yeah, I can't really hear. I know. I I turned off the uh, sound for copyright reasons. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, because you know. So we aren't copyrighted. Yeah, but yeah, it's it. This is like this cinematic trailer makes me think I'm I'm not even playing. Gonna play the game. I'm watching a Star Wars fan film, which is awesome. Yeah, Bioware should make a movie of all the cinematics yeah, and just yeah, release I mean, it. Well, there there is like I think an all of cinematics if you want to talk about the the I think the first three cinematic trailers they're ahead from when you start the Jedi storyline. But I think if yeah. you you can, and the thing is, this game allows you to make your own story for for Star Wars, like your own, yep. like. Even like the the Sith, they look very very creepy. Yeah, there's Darth Malgus. <laughs> Darth Malgus was actually I thought was going to be the main bad guy of this series, but I was so wrong because he appears in these cinematic trailers. So I'm thinking, is he going to be a major role? And he is a role in in, in the storylines as well, interlocking storylines. And then he comes back after the Zakul arc, which I've got to play. Uh, right now, I'm in the middle of the. Uh, the Revenant. Like, see, Malgus is just very strong and powerful. Imagine Darth Vader, but no machine. Yeah. Well, he has the mask over his face. Yeah, because, well, Mas uh, Satil Shan crushed him. Um, 
Yeah. There's there's one I don't know if you've seen the cinematic trailer, Ryan. I think it was Hope when um one of the guys with a uh, he was a trooper. I forget who the voice actor that plays him, but he's actually another uh lead role for a class of characters as well. And um he shoots Darth Malgus. Darth Malgus forces away two of the blasts and the blast third third blast hits him in the face and you see the damaging of his face. And I'm like, "Oh my god, this guy's going to go up up go up uh, fist. Uh, I'm forgetting what I'm saying for a minute. Sorry. This guy's gonna go fist to fist with a Sith Lord. I'm like, that's never what I've seen. A guy going up with a knife to a Sith Lord. And he forces him away with the Force Lightning. And then this Jedi comes in. I think her name is Satil Shan. She comes in and she has uh, a dual lightsaber like Darth Maul. Only it's blue, which is pretty cool. And see, like, with Disney making all these shows, I would love to see a show based in this timeline of Star Wars. Yeah, thousands of years ago? I mean, I would yeah. love to, yeah. Like, can we please, like, just have it, like... And I know Ryan Johnson, director of, uh, Last Year I was gonna do a trilogy of this, but, like... Uh-huh. I guess that's been thrown way down the pipeline now and you know huh. Disney's gonna be Disney well it sounds like as much as what happened to, to Star Wars 1313 remember that yeah yeah fuck them I mean they don't it's... listen to the fans no they don't they just do whatever the hell they want and that's just stupid I mean I, I like Disney and everything but come on mm -hmm. bro I'm not liking where they're going, like as far as an entertainment business. As, as far as With I anything, see it, it's, like... as far as I see it, they just want to own whatever they want to own. Greed and power is kind of corrupting right, in my but... Think, but anyway, anyway, yeah. anyway, 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 anyway. But yeah, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Like, I mean, I, I can't say for certain what the dark side or the Sith Empire storyline is, how it intertwines. But I, I'm playing through the Jedi Sentinel storyline. And I'm a Jedi Sentinel. My character name is Kegoth. Uh, cross between my name and Hoth. Because I was like, I couldn't really think of like a good name, really. I couldn't really think of a good name. That's a very fantasy name. <laughs> Kegoth. <laughs> Just Kegoth. put, uh, yeah, like, because I wanted like dual lightsabers too. And I actually like, I, I bit the bullet and got the pay to win system. And so I actually got, I think what are called uh, cardinal coins, so I could change my lightsaber's color, and that's what I did. I changed my. Um... I can't hear you, buddy. I can't hear you. Can't hear you.
Nothing's going on. Sorry about that, guys. We had a slight technical difficulty, um, but no worries. We're all good right now. In case of you guys who are just jumping in, we were still talking about Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, where I was talking about was of what my class of Jedi was or what, where I was in the storyline and yeah. stuff like that. Like, I don't know what class you chose, Ryan, because um, if you chose the Republic or the Sith. Um, I, chose, I chose the Republic. Oh, you chose the Republic? Alright. So yeah. you and I might be Jedi Knights. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, so I think the last time, like, I just looked back like two days ago, I was level 55. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, the thing is, if you are a new subscriber to that as well, there's a third campaign mission. Um, it's after the Shadow of Revan arc, which is a really good arc, in case if you don't know who Revan is. But, um... There is a third arc called the Knights of the Fallen Empire, but really it's I call it the Zakul arc because it's a new it's a it's a new empire that the supposed Sith Emperor has uh, created. Now, basically, what this is is this Sith Emperor. He's a lot better than Palpatine, in my opinion. He's he's a dick, but he's still uh, he has he has a sort of ritual that he does where he can just. His body can die, but his soul can live on, apparently. Which is kind of stupid. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I said, he basically survived. He took over a host on what on this planet called Zakul. And he somehow brought the Zakul planet into basically another empire. A new... His new plaything, if you may think. And he has something called the Eternal Fleet. And I think there are, like, at least over... There are... A thousands of ships, and it's called the Eternal Fleet for a reason. I mean, they're all controlled by him at this this throne room, but they're all actually like just controlled by droid systems, which is really interesting. But regardless of that, you're basically on the hunt for him. He finds you, and he's like, "I," and he gives you the choice, like, "I can share all this with you if you'll only kneel." I'm like, "You want me to kneel? I've been trying to kill you for years. Fuck no, I'm not kneeling to you. I'd rather die." But, no, but, um, I, I haven't, again, I haven't started that arc yet. I've seen clips and stuff. It looks awesome. I've just yeah. been itching to get to that arc. I just want to get gear that makes me look like I'm a Jedi Knight and stuff like that. Which you can get with Cardinal Coins and stuff like that. Which I did. But, um, but, yeah. I mean, it's still pretty fun. I'm going, I'm just about at the end of the Shadow of Revan arc, which is pretty cool. 
I'm gonna mm. jump right. I'm gonna jump right into it pretty soon, just to level myself up so I can get to the cool arc. But it's a lot of fun, and after and they came out with I think one campaign after that, and now they're following up with another campaign after that, where. To keep it simple with the, the prequels and the original Star Wars movies and stuff, that technology that's so advanced for ships and stuff is just destroyed, basically. Yeah, it just goes bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, makes sense. I mean, you don't want that kind of technology floating around. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah. Star Wars The Old Republic. Do I recommend it? Yes. Do I recommend playing yeah. with friends? Yes, I do. Yeah. Definitely. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. You can literally... You can literally become a Jedi and choose to be a and choose to go the dark path if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, you can be your you can be Anakin Skywalker if you want. Such as Anakin Skywalker, yes. Yep. Well, yeah. Star Star Wars: The Old Republic. I 100% recommend that. Cool. All right. Now I think so, we're on to our next topic. I wanted to talk about. Our goals in life now and our things that we want to do that can be achieved because um, I was thinking over the weekend, like, I want to do more cool things with my life, you know, yeah. and I just wanted to share that with you. Yeah, sure. I mean, do you want to go uh, first? Do you want to go first, Ryan, or do you want me to go first? Uh, do you want to go first? I mean, I don't mind. I mean, if you want to go first. Yeah, okay. you go first, and then... All right. All right, so, yeah. Like, I think Ryan and I, we've all thought about this ever since we've been watching uh, Smosh Games, Node, all those amazing content creators. Yes. Like, they were, they were doing stuff. They didn't just do that. They had to literally work to get where they were for that kind of stuff to make it entertaining and stuff, because that's not an easy industry to get into. For me, like... When I went to Ringling and when I left Ringling, I didn't feel very uplifted when I came from Ringling. Ryan knows this as well. Um, of course, I suffered um, by people that really didn't... I don't believe that they were actually building, making a career for us. They were just pushing us to our limits. And that's not what education should be, in my opinion. Yeah, they weren't really building you up. They were breaking you down. Yeah, and it, it, it made me... And Ryan knows this, too. It made me not have a social life for a couple months or not dealing with people at all for a couple months because yeah. I couldn't talk with anyone. I was just so just broken, tired, frustrated, really. It all ate me up after three years of being there. It's just like... And that's like, part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast, like, mm -hmm. to get yeah. our lives, and if you needed to share anything you wanted to share, you can get that out. If I needed to share anything I wanted to share, we can get that out collectively yeah. and have kind of a safe space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, and, and like after that, like three years, um, no, no, not three years, what the heck am I thinking, that's too long. Three months later, fast forward three months later to around March of 2019, I believe. Yeah, 2019. Um, I started working for Publix. Now, there weren't really any jobs in my area for, like... And it, it still, like, blows my mind that there's no jobs for, like, artists and stuff like that for the Florida area, especially, like... 
the most popular areas for that are like California and New York and all that stuff. But you have to be really good and you have to like you you need to have talent, that's for certain. But I don't believe you need to immediately have that talent to begin with. You can start by building up your talents and stuff like that. And so I went back to the basics with that and stuff like that. So Yeah. And so, sometimes yeah. with that you gotta make your own way. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, and yeah. Go ahead. California and New York isn't going to be the end-all be-all for some people. No, it's not. And it's just, even though that is where stuff happens there, you can still do stuff locally if you don't have the money or if you don't have a place to... Because getting a place to live sometimes is very hard. Prices are going up. We can't control that, unfortunately. But you have yeah, to do yeah, what you have I, to do for yourself. And I think people need to hear, like, you can do whatever you want to do as long as you have a passion to Yeah, there is a Yeah, there is a saying that I will share with you, Ryan, that I completely agree with this yeah. character from a video game. He says this, there is nothing I hate more than letting someone else take control of the direction of my life. My wheel is yeah. mine to hold. If I'm not steering the ship, then I'm not truly alive. Of course. And that is, a, that, that is a saying I take very serious now because I do not like when people think I should go a direction that they think I should when they have no right to judge or talk. Yeah, I have the same sentiment. Like, I don't like when other people, like... like oh, like... Yeah, go ahead. Right, I'm like, hey, you need to go this direction or this direction isn't right for you or... Let me figure that out myself. Let me make mistakes in my own life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just like... First of all, if that's someone who's not really helping you and they think that they're helping you, they're really not. They're, they're, they're being just assholes. And that's like saying with like some doctors I've had when I was a kid, they didn't think I was going to get far where I am. Look at me, i got a job, I've got health insurance, I've got dental and vision insurance. So yeah. Good drive. A drive, yeah. yeah. Let's not rub that in. But <laughs> yeah, right. but um, uh, yeah, I, and but yeah, back to back to um, that. But yeah, yeah, I, you and I, we don't like people telling us how we should live our lives when they have no right to judge, and that's why, like, I'm like not taking any shit from anyone when they say that. I'm going to stand my ground and say, "Do I make myself clear? You better not say anything." And they actually. I mean, like, they actually back off a little bit when I say that. It's like, okay, okay, I won't. So I'm like, I made Unless my Unless it's like our parents having constructive criticism on our decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sometimes. Yeah. Of course, there may be like disagreements. Like, But my father, he's been helping me really a lot with the decisions that led me up to this point. At first, I didn't understand them. But now that I'm getting older and I'm understanding more... I'm being more observant about it and beginning to question more sometimes. Yeah. That's so, yeah. exactly. But yeah, like I think I've worked I didn't just I worked technically from the bottom up in Publix, like from where I was. Like I worked as a bagger in customer service. Now I'm a cashier slash custodian, but mm -hmm. I'm also right now I'm helping out in other departments. Um, last October I moved to a store that was closer to home. Um, so I could save gas, mileage, um, and not only that, a good change of pace. I believe I told you before, Ryan, why I had to move, because a lot of idiot kids and stuff, and just not a lot of business that was happening, so my hours were getting yeah. cut. So my hours were getting cut. 
So yeah. that that was kind of like the very unfortunate thing at the moment was like, but ever since then, like I've like, I had friends who were reaching back to me, like getting me involved with conventions. I went back to a convention in Orlando. I never thought I would go back to really because of how much, um, not only just disrespect, like, I mean, you get disrespect from conventions all the time, but I've never gotten so much from disrespect from other people from this convention in, uh, at, um, at this place, but to this year, that year was actually a really good thing for me because the group I was a part of, they were awesome as always. I can't thank them enough for just having me be a part of it, share the knowledge, help make the panel better for them in a lot of ways. And yeah. we're, we're now doing something in July. Hopefully, hopefully our panel gets approved. Like it's not been disapproved yet. They just haven't gotten to the scheduling yet. Which I wish, well, I imagine they're going through some things, so I can't talk about that. But anyway, I, mean, I know I'm kind of slowly rambling on, but yeah. Basically, um, basically up to this point now, since it has been technically over three years since I've worked at Publix, things have actually been getting a lot better. I've been getting good paychecks. I've been getting, like, and people have, I've had people complain to me, oh, but the pay is higher. And I'm like, shut up. Don't talk to me about that, okay? You know what? I'm doing fine where I am right now. <laughs> You may not be doing fine, but you don't have to make the world about you. <laughs> and that is what I'm exactly. going to say to those people. Like, if, exactly. you, if, you, if you have a problem with how much you're making when you just supposedly started, then you can go work somewhere else. That's not like it's going to be any better than how they're treating you here. So these public kids are like, oh, I'm not getting paid enough for nothing. Um... Somewhat. They've, they've stopped talking about it now, but it's just like everyone's... Yeah. It, it's like that same thing like you and I have been saying. Everyone's got to complain about something. Everybody's got to complain about something. It's always something in the world. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, if you got a problem with it, just buckle down and deal with it or talk to them about it so you can probably not be in that sticky situation. But either way, yeah. um, like I said, also as well, like along with Publix, I technically have been doing a kind of second job as well. Uh, working on my comic on the meantime as well. It's um, yeah. it's definitely an interesting idea for me to work on two things at a time, as well as with life stuff and all that. Get a new car as well pretty soon. But um, this is definitely like it's helped me to improve. Like the first chapter I actually released in on January sixth of this year. I'm like, so don't think just because I released it on a sing supposed date that. Not to panic, so shut the fuck up if you're thinking about that. But, um, and the second chapter I actually finished and released on, uh, April 16th, which I believe was Easter. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, like, I got the first chapter done, and then I was pushing myself to get the second chapter done. Like, because I didn't want to start at one chapter. I wanted to continue going. I wanted to keep improving, keep doing what I could do. And ult ultimately, over time, as I was doing this, I was getting better at figuring out what I could do better, take my time with it, save it for next time, and just focus on myself. But there are also yeah. times, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. This is also based off a fan fiction that I've written, and I guess I say fan fiction, but it's when you when you read it, it's not your typical fan fiction. I think I think it's a lot better than like most fan fictions that don't really like draw out what like what's really happening if you've never played the games or anything like that but 
apparently like my story has inspired some other people as well to make their own story ideas based off how I've done mine. I'm like, this will be interesting. I'm, I'm very curious to see how they do it. And I'm going in like, this isn't really all my idea and stuff. Bandai Namco is the guys, they're the guys who credited this. All I did was create my original character based off how the art style was for that game and stuff like that. Which I eventually made into a cover and got it signed by one of the voice actors. Yep. Which was awesome. But either way, it's almost at like 90,000 readers right now. But basically the short end of it... Sorry if I dragged on, Ryan. <laughs> but um, basically the short end of it is... I left Ringling. Um, wasn't a good fit. Um, came to Publix. A lot of good things were happening to me. What My life was actually getting back to normal in a lot of ways. And then here I am now, making a comic, drawing, illustrating, taking commissions, doing a podcast with my, one of my best friends, and just being involved with the cosplay community as well, which is just, I think life's going pretty good for me so far. I'm just taking it day by day, but life is going pretty yeah. good for me so far. Yeah. And I, I mean, can me too. I, I mean, I can honestly think if I stayed in Ringling until I graduated, I don't think it would have been any uh, any different than how uh, some of my some of my classmates from Ringling were, because um, all I know is that we didn't get a proper graduation. We, they had to switch to Zoom, do classwork and stuff like that on there, because of the whole. And kind of frankly enough, Ryan, I was actually hoping that the school would shut down because of COVID. Yeah, and I was. I was like really, completely. Not completely, just for the semester and stuff like that. Because I was like. Please yeah. do, please do, please do. I fucking hate... Like, it was that just that dark moment. Not to be mean to my classmates or anything. Especially the talented ones who are really good at what they do. And who have a very good, kind heart when it comes to that stuff. It's just some of the... Some of the teachers were just very much... Assholes. Like, I... Shitty it's people. Shitty people, regardless. Like, if that's how they were taught, then I very much disrespect don't agree with how the way they were taught. But yeah. Well, if I would gotta, like, mm -hmm. imagine, like, what they're going through, too, as teachers. Yeah, yeah like, they're, they're going, basically, and some of these things are things that weren't even taught, probably, when they were students, or learning how to animate yeah. and stuff like that for, in the thing, too. So I do see that as well. But you would at least think of, like, have someone to create an idea that would be a good education purpose. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and, but even so, back to what, if I was still there, I'd probably still be paying off my college debt as well. Yeah. I, I actually, um, and that's something, like, I know I may be telling this right here on the podcast, and if I do get shade for it, I don't care. Um, I just know a lot of my friends are still in college debt. And that's a topic I don't bring up out of respect to that because I have paid off all mine. So my father, of course, he was paying for it originally and I didn't know about college debt at that point. So I felt very stupid for not knowing that. I think probably everyone who didn't know about that didn't know how much debt we'd be in and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, if I was still uh, there, Ryan, for the whole four years, sorry, I know I want to jump in. I'd be probably paying off $240,000 in total for all four semesters. Of yeah, college debt. that's why college, to me, I know unpopular opinion mm -hmm. to everybody is a waste of time. 
Yeah, if you, at this point, yeah, like, you don't, at this point, I agree with you, Ryan, I don't think you need a shiny plaque all the time to say, oh, hey, I got a degree, that means I'm gonna have a good job. No, you don't. There are people that I mean, yeah, have if degrees. you want to get your high school diploma, go back and get your high school diploma, but not... Yeah, like I, us, like, like you and me, we got our high school diplomas. Like, college, mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't recommend it. No, no, definitely not. Not worth the not worth the consequences in the end. But not yeah, either way. Not worth the consequences, but yeah, I just wanted to share some of mm-hmm. you know, I got a little bit depressed this weekend. Oh, oh yeah. I oh, one, more thing. one thing before you start in sorry if I was dragging on with my story, Ryan. If you want to drag on with yours, go right ahead, I'm listening. I <laughs> So I got a little bit depressed this weekend. Mm-hmm. I got jealous of some people, and it got me thinking about. Okay, I hope, you I, know, I, hope I hope I hope this wasn't me. <laughs> not you. It's okay. my other friend here. That's kind of a, kind of a dick. Okay, but I was like, um, I hope I don't make my friends else. He went to the con that we were supposed to go to, MegaCon. Oh, he went to MegaCon. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he went to MegaCon. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got jealous. Uh-huh. I was like, bro, you got to meet freaking Chris Sabat, and you didn't even... Oh, he met Chris Sabat? Yeah. That's fucking cool. He, he met Piccolo and Vegeta's voice actor. I know, yeah, yeah. You me. And all night. That's awesome. I was jealous for me. Yeah, I, I've been I've been actually seeing a lot of photos from some of my friends who went to the con and stuff. And I just left the message saying, I know I couldn't go this year, but I'm seeing a lot of the po- photos, guys. I'm hoping everyone had a great time. Just keeping it positive. Yeah, we're we're. I'm definitely gonna plan out to go next year. Oh, definitely. And I will I will meet you there, buddy. The force will I'm, be with I'm us this going time next year. I don't care. But, yeah. um... Yeah, the anyway, force will be with us. <laughs> it got me thinking about, you know, what I wanted to do in my life, and I want to do more cool things, and I want to start up some stuff. Uh-huh. Like, a business, and yeah. possibly a convention. I've been thinking my that own. idea, too. That, I've been thinking that, too. Like, what's that like to do a convention? But that would be awesome if you did that. I, yeah, I would one hundred percent support you on that. One hundred percent. That like, would be like my second my job. Area, that, What's up? You know, we could have fighting game tournaments and like bands. Yeah. yeah, that's what's what's like really cool, and especially going to these conventions. Ryan has given me a big like step feel because like for the gaming room, they have tournaments for not just fighting game, not just for like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. Um. The duck game, I think it's what it's called. Duck game, where it's like a pixel duck, duck game. Where you game have to kill. Where, yeah. yeah. Or like, we could do Towerfall Ascension, for that matter. Or yeah. Super Smash Bros. Just have... We should put Super Smash Bros. in the middle. Just, like, if, if like, I could Im- if I could imagine us doing it at the Orlando County Convention Center, if we had a whole section for the game room, get a jumbo screen somehow. Somehow. Just imagination. Get a jumbo screen, Super Smash Bros. in the middle, the four people playing on that screen right there. And then have like rest like four other screens with four other games for people that are playing. That would be amazing of an idea. 
Yeah, and I'm I'm seriously thinking about starting a convention of you know cool stuff that I want to have at my Yeah, like if I, if I could like make a suggestion, like MetroCon. What one great thing about MetroCon is like they they allow a mixed match of things that don't go together at all. And the coolest thing about them is when they do the chess matches, they do them with characters from video games, movies, comic books. Doesn't matter. And they just make a story behind it, but it works. Like, they know what they're doing. You know, I just got to thinking, and I want to do this. Like, I want to figure out how to start this convention. Yeah. And have it go all around Florida. That might be actually a fun thing to do. Like, you know, have, like, metal bands and, like... Movies and video games and anime. Yeah. And, you know, all sorts of fandoms. That would be awesome if you could do that, yeah. And have oh. a community. Exactly. Or yeah. better yet, we can do, like, um, South by Southwest, how uh, Smosh Games sometimes comes over. Maybe we can get or ask our heroes, any yeah. six... Mari, Sohinki, Jovenshire, Lasercorn. Did I say Wes? I don't know if I said Wes. Yeah, Wes. Wes and Flitz. Any six. Oh yeah, we should have. We should have any. If if it may be a stretch to have them over, but any six to help fuel the community a bit would be awesome. Like. I I love I could imagine them have their own panel and say any six, and they say any yes. But that that's yeah. really awesome, man. I'm I'm glad you're thinking of that because that is actually something I have actually thought of doing to try to bring more positivity to the community and stuff like that. Because I was like, hey, I want to go to conventions, so fuck it. I'm just gonna make my own. Yeah, I mean, well, if if definitely for next year, if you're thinking of going to MegaCon, MegaCon might give you some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Because for what. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. I already have some ideas about, like, what bands that I would want to have at my convention, and, like, if I can get them to show up, it would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be awesome. Like, if that'd you be have, very... mu- have music festival, have video game tournament, have anime convention. Yeah. And have VidCon. Oh, that would be awesome. You know what? If if we actually, like, maybe not in the beginning, but later down the line, we could do, like, a punishment thing for one of the game tournaments. Is like, you sign yeah. on, you're going to be a part of this punishment. Stuff like that. It's alright, so don't be afraid to get wet. <laughs> yeah, if you lose, you're going to get pain in the face or something. Oh, that'd be a great... No, no better yet. The losers have to do it on the screen, and the winners have to sit there and watch. But not only that, okay, now we're getting too much in the Smosh games, but obviously, but it would be funny to have the whole crowd, like, react to that. Yeah, like... Like, and we would give them a choice, like, if you really don't want to do this, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, you you would be the brains behind it, obviously, because it, it's your convention, man. I would 100, 100% support you all the way. Yeah, and, you know, thanks for that. And, like, I would want you to come <laughs> to the I mean, convention. 
That way we can started it. Yeah. Yeah. If it if it did happen, like I can imagine myself having like a special guest pad. I'm like, wait, and then people are like, wait a minute, why is this guy a special guest? I've never seen him before. I was like, pandemic lounge. Live pandemic lounge. That'd be amazing. That'd be a good way to do that. Kind of like how Rooster Teeth does um, their podcast live as well. Yeah. That'd be we awesome. We can finally do this live and in person. Yeah, and have our guests and have some guests with us too. Yeah. Maybe that's the one where we have Joe and Shire on as a guest. Ah, uh, we got it. We got, or better yet, the whole cast of any six. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome, man. That would be I'm, so cool. I'm jacked about this idea. Here. Okay, gonna, yeah. This is a good... This, it's, it's obviously not an idea we're going to do immediately, but something for the future, definitely. Like, I would definitely... Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked, dude. Like, yeah. it's like... And I think I know amazing. a whole bunch of people that could help volunteer for that as well. Like, if we could find people who can help volunteer to help make this happen, it would be awesome. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, like, of course, like, for every, like, first convention, there are going to be some, like, if anything, if we do the first one, like, we're going to have to, like, probably take notes to make sure the second one's a lot better for next time and stuff like that. And I know, yeah, and it's going to be small at first, but... At first, yeah. Like... The one I went to um, a couple months ago, um, even though it was in like one the second largest convention center in the United States, uh, it was still in a small room area. So you had to go yeah. find it in a small room. But from what I hear in Texas, it's a lot larger. So yeah, that's yeah. a lot like saying like Comic Con, Comic Con at MetroCon, it's big, but or Comic Con at Tampa Convention Center, it's big. But it's not as big as the ones I've seen in California or in New York. Yeah. Like, I think it would be so, really cool. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. So, yeah, that's what I've kind of just been thinking over the past couple days. And, like, that's awesome. I'm excited, like, for, I'm excited for you, dude. I'm sorry if I'm talking. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, like... I'm, so glad I got that off my chest, man. It's been yeah, that's, it's all right, I'm man. Just, I'm, I'm, that sounds so cool, though, to do that. Like, just to get more involved with the community as well. I imagine, I imagine if we do it, and, like, later down the line, we get your wheelchair to look so awesome. Like, I imagine as you're rolling on screen, some, like, because I've seen Metrocon do this with their, their stage performances when they're revealing characters. They kind of, like, do little animation flares to show. I imagine they show you your wheelchair with spinning wheel blades, and then you roll up with the spinning wheel blades. I'm like, oh my god, that is so dope. And like a king outfit. <laughs> yeah, or or you or you look or you just look like Professor Xavier. Or That'd like cool. Brand from Game of Thrones, like with oh the oh. sword and everything. That would be a great idea if we can find someone to do that. Just make like whatever wheelchair you wear, like it's a specific. Theme to it, yeah, that would be yeah. a sick idea to do it. And like, then that's what I wanted to do for a long time. Like I wanted yeah. to make my chair into the Iron Throne, and then just... that would be awesome—a <laughs> mobile Iron Throne. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's getting awesome now that I'm talking about it. Oh man, that's just All so. Right, dude, but 
Yeah, I kind of wanted to just share that with you, and you know. Yeah. I'm still. I'm happy for you, man. I will. If if that does happen, let me know. I will support you all the way, dude. That is awesome. I'm gonna figure out how to do this, and we're gonna do it. But anyway, I I imagine there's tutorials or like how to start that kind of thing, and people talk to to you about that. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Topic. Like, All right. We on. wanted to talk about. We want to talk about She-Hulk. Yeah, the She-Hulk. new trailer for the new She-Hulk. Yeah. Disney Plus series. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, Keegan, but together we kind of are sour on Marvel a little bit. Yeah, at this right point. Now. Yeah, coming off of like um, Spider, the new Spider-Man movie, which I really, really loved. I thought it was a really great way to bring all three Peter Parkers and uh, all the Spider-Man villains. It was awesome. Yeah. And Most Doctor Strange. Oh, and Doctor Strange good. as well, the multiverse. It looks yeah. cool. It's probably a movie I'm going to have to see a couple times just for fun. I, although good, I probably though. wouldn't go to the theaters to see them. But Yeah, just wait for Disney Plus at this point. Mm-hmm. I would... I mean, but here's the thing. Would I give them more money for a monthly subscription for the movie, or would I just either pirate just it or buy it? Just wait and just run it on Redbox or something. Yeah, like Redbox or Blu-ray and stuff like that. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. back to She-Hulk. Um, I don't like the title. I don't know about you, Ryan. I don't like the title for it. I don't like the title for this, and I don't like her design in the show at all. Like, yeah, meaning no meaning no disrespect to the um, to the actress or anyone. I mean, I'm sure they're doing what they want to do for it, which is okay, and I'm open about that. But I just I just disagree with like just what Marvel's doing now these days with Disney and stuff because it's just not that good. It's not as good as the '90s cartoons. I'm sorry. And it's not as good as Phase 1 and the first 10 years of the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, which is very unfortunate. (laughs) Unfortunate. Yeah. Yes. But, um, Um, think I think I saw Hulk in that. I thought I I saw him in a shot in the trailer. Yeah, Hulk's in it. She... He is kind of like the mentor. Okay. I forget if in the original it was like that, or She-Hulk was actually just his his date or anything. I don't know. They changed so many things. I don't really know. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, coming off. I mean, coming off after like what is it? Endgame. Oh my god! Like I was so scared in Endgame, dude. Like. I was... and they've they've. Had the prophecy be fulfilled where it's not as good as, like, the first ten years, but nope. it's still good. Yeah. Uh, like, Sp- Spider-Man was good, Doctor Strange was good, uh-huh. but, like, Eternals was, like, horrible. Like, it wasn't what I thought it was, and even, like, watching the trailers... It's just not what I thought it was. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it was no. fine. I mean, it looks good, but I mean, but here's the thing. 
even if you have a high budget movie as well as like, and this is something I've learned, it doesn't matter how much high budget your movie is, it needs to have all the elements in, in it that makes it a good movie. Story, yeah. development, whatever the case may be. I mean, it just needs to like, and I think if you're just missing some of those elemental factors, it's not going to be, well, good. I mean, for thinking yeah. like that. And then again, I feel like this is sometimes hard to do it with Marvel movies, and now that I'm seeing it a little bit, because then again, we had TV shows where this was okay, and they were able to split into parts. You have to do this to somehow into a three-hour-long movie, like this is Lord of the Rings. Now, I, I, I discount Lord of the Rings and stuff like that, because they did it good in a three in three-hour movies and stuff like that. At least and the thing is, again, like, if you... Like, with the MCU, you gotta have a plan. They don't have a plan. Like, mm -hmm. with the same thing with Star Wars, they don't have a plan. Yeah. Yeah, they really They're don't. They're just like, oh, this character's cool, let's make him have a show. <laughs> yeah. And like, Obi-Wan like... Kenobi. Well, yeah. like Here's a show. A... Yeah, that show. I'll be interested to see what that is. Surprised it took it this long to do it, but um, I actually do want to yeah. talk about that show. Uh, a couple shows that we're interested to see, and what I will be seeing. Yeah. But um, yeah, She-Hulk. Um, right now I'll keep my mind open about it until something else drops for it. But yeah, yeah. it was it's like the same thing for yeah, Moon Knight, where I was like, "And eh, this is fine." The costume looks good for Moon Knight, but... Yep. Yeah. I think that's the only, the only thing going for it. And then again, this is just our opinions, guys. Don't take them too seriously. Just how we've yeah. seen it through the years. Because I'm not, like, one to brag, but I've seen a lot of Marvel cartoons and just dis DC cartoons that were good at the time. And now I'm seeing this new 52 shit from DC, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You're just... No, this is... This is not right, in my opinion. This is not what the characters were supposed to be. Oh, sometimes I hate when people have too much creative freedom to do and just butcher a character I really love. Yep. Yeah. It really breaks my heart that Disney yeah. is doing some of this. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, other, it does. And other like... stuff, including, like, not having... Johnny Depp back Sparrow. Yeah, when they announced that, I was like, oh, wow, you're real. And the fact that they didn't tell anyone or anything like that, they're being very self-timer Brooke wants Johnny Depp back as Sparrow. We need him back as Sparrow. Like, he made that character. He was awesome as yeah. Sparrow. And you know who Disney is thinking about replacing him with? Who? Margot Robbie. Margot Harley Robbie. Quinn. Marco Robbie. From uh, Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn. What? Why her? As Jack Sparrow? Yeah. Or as an equivalent. I. I don't see how that could work. I'm sorry. I know! Not being yeah. like gender or anything, but I haven't seen Yeah, like, we're not being, you know. Genderist, or like, you know, we're not being sexist, is what we no. mean. No, no, just like saying, like, they, but did they announce what kind of character she would be? 
like a pirate, obviously, but like the main pirate of the <laughs> franchise going forward. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, there have been like, I mean, historical lesson for you guys. There have been two infamous female pirates that I really know about because I actually saw them in a game based on real historical things, and it's based on historical things that have happened in the Caribbean. Uh, one was Mary Reed or Mark Reed. And one and another was Anne Bonny. And Mary Reed, I think, died and Anne Bonny survived. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But they but from what I heard, they were two of the most badass female pirates. Yeah, so I didn't go on that tangent people yeah. we were just like yeah. But no, like um but what, Disney what, is declining. What, what could they do for another parts of the Caribbean movie? My question. I don't know, but they're going to make another one. I mean, they've done a lot of so. myths and stuff like that, but yeah. Anyway, back to She-Hulk. She-Hulk, um, again, I'm still keeping an open mind. But yeah, um, I've actually got one topic to talk about some shows that I might be interested in just observing or taking a look at and stuff like that. And things that I've actually been watching recently, Ryan. I don't know if you know. All right, but, let's um, go with this, bud. What do you got? All right, so I'll start with the topic I have right on the top of my head. Uh, what was it? Interterrestrial? Or no, no, no. I said. Let me go back to my notes for one second. The Sorry Expanse. The Expanse. Yes. We were this talking is a, about the Expanse. The Expanse. It's a it's a show on Amazon, and I really think you'd like this, Ryan. It's the most realistic depiction of what. So think about us going to space, like in the shuttles today. Only we're more out in space. I want to say this is at least 200 years into our future, I'd say. Yeah. So basically the premise is as well, and apparently the Earth has become like the United Nations at this point. Uh, apparently that's what it's going as. But um, I've only seen just two episodes, but it's really much in two episodes for different stories. Mars is its, is its own basically country at this point. There, there are humans that colonized Mars. But they're their own, it's its own, like, power, power, basically. Like, they're their own um, military power, basically. So it's like, oh, freaking lovely. I'm like, not much different from today, which could be as much accurate as anything else. If we had different planets, it could be different countries at this point. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Mm. And, then there, and then there are people that live in the asteroid belts. Not really in the asteroid belts. They live in, like, stations and stuff in the asteroid belts with artificial gravity and stuff. And those people, yeah. if they're born out there as well, they, um, their bodies are a little bit differently. Like, there was one scene where they caught, had someone from the belt, and he couldn't really – he couldn't stand on his own two feet because of Earth's gravity. He he wasn't used to Earth's gravity, so he could not he could not even talk, he couldn't even stand on there and stuff. But it's really like just the whole thing is just really interesting. I mean, so far just getting through the two episodes. I'll say this, Ryan, it feels very much like alien, but no hyperspace. Yeah. No hyperspace. And I like sci-fi stuff, so it may be so yeah, if you got Amazon Prime, The Expanse, it's I think it's like five seasons, six seasons maybe. It's yeah, really good. definitely. I'm gonna go watch it. Oh, definitely. It's like that'll be on my docket. 
yeah. to go watch. It's very world world building, so to say. It's very interesting. Yeah. Like, and like you have to worry about how much oxygen you have left too and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, this is very real. I've never seen yeah. it, it's like it's like watching Apollo 13, the movie Apollo 13, based on the real event, obviously. <clears throat> with some changes but like that in a lot of ways it's, it feels very much like all the mixture of like Armageddon Apollo 13 only much more realistic like there's this one scene like where they have to they have to change course and the only way they can change course is they have to shut down their engine thrusters and rotate the ship and fire in a different direction and they have these special chairs like, it locks in their heads and stuff. Like, it locks them, I think, from their spine. So that when the engines actually give that thrust, they're still feeling the effect of the engine giving that thrust. Because that's basically equivalent to um, how the space shuttles went up before them, the program was canceled. But the space shuttles, when they went up, they basically went up nine times faster than a speeding bullet just to break the Earth's atmosphere. And so you're basically... I think I remember, I remember one of the astronauts. He was saying to me, "The launch is like it's a giant, like a giant hand that's pushing you, but it's also shaking you at the same time. So you're being pushed, but you're also being shaken, shaken around, which is pretty crazy." Yeah. But that's pretty much how I would imagine. Like, if it, if it, I mean, based on real stuff today, I mean, it's got me interested definitely, and it makes me want to know what. And, it, and apparently there is a war going to happen between Earth and Mars, and something is going to spark that, apparently. Yeah. It's I'm literally no different. It's, literally no, it's li literally no different than what's happening, what happens in real life. What happens in real life, yeah. With, con with countries and stuff. Let's obviously. just say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with differences of opinions and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, and quite frankly, that is how I would imagine, like, yeah, independence, like, their own independence on a planet and stuff like that. It's just, like, just being a whole complicated mess of things in its own way. But, yeah, either way, do I recommend it? Yeah, I recommend The Expanse. I, I still gotta watch more of it, obviously, but... Yeah. I definitely recommend I'll it. I'll definitely anyway. check it out. Uh, you anything else? You got anything you've been watching? Uh, yeah, but it's, like, kind of, like, boring. Not boring, like, but it's, like, one of those procedurals, like, one of those firefighter cop shows. Uh-huh. Called Chicago Fire. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've been watching that with my girlfriend. Aww. And uh, we've been enjoying that. So That's good. But yeah, that's basically all I've been watching except for YouTube and some movies that I, mean, I need pretty, to catch up on. Yeah, I mean, pretty much you and I, we've just watched YouTube a lot out throughout these years because of our favorite content creators. And hashtag Job and Rage and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've been um, watching his TikToks lately, Joven. I've been watching some yeah. of them. They're pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I saw Baby Gwen. Congrats to him. <laughs> yeah, congrats yeah. again. Oh my god. Please. I feel 
I don't know. I just felt like, oh my god, Jovan's a dad. That's going to be great. And I don't know what I imagine what's going to happen when she finds out how much her father was on YouTube. <laughs> this is kind of a funny thing. But no, 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 no. I was like, no, I'm just overall. Imagine I'm watching her watching the wax video. Oh my. I was thinking that. I didn't want to bring it up. But <laughs> if she does, yeah. she's like, dad, you did some stupid stuff. Like, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I can't speak on Jovan's behalf, but I imagine. You'd be I mean, like, I know. That's <laughs> what, I, what I did back in the day. Oh my god. But, but that was our that was our entertainment as well. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I think he's directing a show too, which is pretty cool. He created and directed a show. Some of awesome my favorite time. videos were like the ones where they would go out to lunch and then rate the food. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I'd love every time they, like, they got out of the office and they just got some food. Yeah. And, like, you got to see a little bit of what their office was like, like, where they worked. I was like, where do these guys work, actually? Yeah. And they worked in an office building, I think, just like everyone else. Well, I, I much rather, like, want to see what that building was like, because I imagine that building area was, like, a rented space area. Yeah, they they rented the space because of... I think Defy Media. Yeah, Defy Media and all that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And even the even the owner of Defy Media, he's like, he blocked himself from everyone who was working in that company. The, whoever yeah. that creator is, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, Defy Media was not a good place to work. <laughs> well, this was, then again, this was before you and I knew about Defy Media, I think. We didn't know that Smosh was owned by Defy Media. Yeah. Well, but then again, we we didn't know what Defy Media was, but then most of our favorite creators were from Defy Media, and we like didn't the, know it at the time. Yeah, like Matt Pat from Game Theorist, Warp Zone, uh, Smosh Games, yeah, all those guys. Chris and they and they just got let the movie guy. And then and the sad thing is they just got let go. Like they didn't. Yep. From what I was hearing from Matt Pat, like even his theory of how they were getting their paychecks, they didn't even get. They not like laser. You and I know Lasercorn had. Uh, he is going on the attack with his of how aggressively how he hates Defy. Um, yeah. He and he had. I believe he has the right of it because, like and him I think and everyone the else, fans are with him. Like fuck, fuck Defy Media. I mean, that guy is an ass. Absolute whoever he was was an absolute asshole. That just basically made the decision to take everyone's monies away. Like I don't know yeah. how much laser corn money, much money laser corn lost, but it just kind of sucks that they just they took over the channel and stuff like that. Yeah, but thankfully, like Smosh and Smosh Games, they were saved. They're doing other things. I don't really like what they're doing, really. Yeah, I I check in periodically on them yeah. now, but I'm like, eh. It's not, it's not what it used to be. What it used to be, exactly. And, I, and that's, like, I don't know why, if it's appealing to a new generation. I really liked the old one, because that was entertaining. I mean, sure, they showed what was happening on the game, but they also showed what's going on behind the scenes of what's going on. You can see the little camera display of them being recorded while they're pl actually playing the game and putting the moves and stuff like that. Like, for yeah. fighting games and stuff like that. But, yeah. And then... Like, I, I think... I think the first time I heard about it was like, I think it was maybe, maybe it was 2019 or maybe 2018. I heard, or I was watching Jovenshire as well, because 
Jobin was telling me that he was leaving Smosh Games, and I was like, oh man, what happened here? And then I was like, what is this? I gotta watch this. I was like, Jobin leaving Smosh Games? This can't be a coincidence as I'm leaving college, or leaving Ringling, the same time he's leaving Smosh Games. It was like, it was like very yeah. coincidental. Like, I don't know why, but I've had a lot of very coincidence moments when I've done a choice. Something else that's related to my, involving my life, like something that makes me happy or something, is just going off the deep rail. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah, like, and I don't know about you, Ryan. I know we're dragging on this subject, and I apologize, but this is just one thing I gotta let out there. I don't know if you, you remember Bose? Bose Bosington? From Um, No. Very la- you, you might not have known her. Um, but no, even she was like, I think she was on a podcast recently where she was just explaining like she didn't have like they wouldn't allow her the choice to like do what even she wanted or her her the basically ideas and Mari has said this I think as well like there were some ideas that they had that just would be on the back burner for like no apparent reason they would just get denied at that point I think that's where it became like very downhill for all of them like it became less fun and more business. And they were tackling more of the business side of it, and it just ultimately not a good environment to work in, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Either way of that, um, as far as other shows I've been watching, uh, Ryan, I've been watch- re-watching Bakugan again. Uh, the original or the remake? The, ori- the original. Now. Not, not uh, Battle Planet, Geogon Rising, or anything like that. Yeah, I've been watching the original stupid. Bakugan. I, if for, if for those of you who don't know, I'm an OG Bakugan fan, and I love it to the core. I yeah. I don't know what it is about it. It's just awesome. Like The original is great. Um, I think there's in total four seasons. There's the original, Nuva Stroya, uh, Gundalian Invaders, which is technically my least watched season. Uh, Mectanium Surge it's, was a little interesting, but... Um, it was all pretty awesome in my opinion. Like, yeah, I gotta say, like my most watched season of Bakugan is the new Vestroya season, and yep. that was when new toys were coming out for Bakugan, like the Bakugan traps. Then all of a sudden, Maxis Dragonoid, Maxis Helios, and that commercial spoiled that fight. So that commercial ha- came on with those scenes that were going to happen in the show before the fight. Like, go look up the Bakugan commercials. It's awesome. And stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. And I think they had, like, a game called Bakugan Dimensions, which was awesome. Which, I never got onto it, but it kind of failed for some reason. Don't really know what happened, but... Um, no. I but, want to um, do a video with you and my other friend that lives yeah. in this area. Yeah. You guys are both big Bakugan fans. And oh I want you to play the original, or not the original, the Switch game that just came out. I want to actually play that. I never got a chance to play that. That would be awesome to do. Cause you I know... will be angry. <laughs> I I, I I I I'm not really a big fan, but they they brought back a Bakugan in that game who is one of my favorite Bakugan designs from the Wii game uh, and the PlayStation game. Yeah. Apparently, what I found out, uh, you may know him. His name is Leonidas. He was a Bakugan yeah. that was actually submitted from a contest 
and it got so pop. Yeah. But now it's it's so popular, they want to see him again. And I'm like, please, creators of Bakugan, make him a Bakugan. Make him in the show. He would be awesome, and you wouldn't regret it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And I've already, like, I'm already writing a Bakugan story following the events of the first series to New Vestroya as well where Leonidas is actually a part of the story as well, so I'm going to interlock the game with that, which is going to be pretty awesome. Oh, that's cool. I want to read that when you... Yeah, I'm going, to try, I'm going to try and make it like how it's scripted for a show, the show, episode shows, but yeah. Like, yeah. As far as like the game goes in real life, in case you guys don't know, I believe it, it go, the game pretty much goes like how it originally was, I think, in the first season, where you have three gay cards... You have three Bakugan, and you have three ability cards, and you have to use it wisely. Now, I know in the original game, like, you could have a double stand, which is you can have a Bakugan stand on two cards, and you'd win the gate card. That's, a, that's a basically an easy win, but there's no, but there's no points. Well, there's not really no points. It's just an easy win. But, um, it was yeah. fun. But, yeah, like, like I said, my favorite characters are Dan and Drago. I've always been a Pyrus Brawler. Um, I have most of the evolutions of Drago. I have uh, original Dragonoid Form 1. Um, and there were some designs of Bakugan that were in the show that never made it to uh, merchandise. So that's a bit interesting. Yeah. I don't know if you know that, Ryan. Like, I have Neo Dragonoid. I have Maxis Dragonoid. I have Dragonoid Colossus. Now, I was a big Bakugan fan. Like, I could pull out my whole collection of Bakugan in my drawer. Like, I have yeah. Helix Dragonoid, who was debuted in New Vestroya, but he was a Bakugan going to be for Gundalian Invaders. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And But Drago looks so fucking cool. He looked like a dragon warrior. I'm like, oh my fucking god, he looks awesome in that form. Mm. And I'm like, why can't we have more Bakugan like this? But stuff, you know. Yeah. But it's really it's it's gotten like really interesting as well that how they've changed it. It's gone to more like of the traditional game where it's just by just straight up like let's go let's battle like this is a battlefield now and stuff like that. But it's still pretty awesome. Like I mentioned, Gundalian Invaders was it's a pretty cool addition to the franchise. It's my least watched of the franchise because I think the my favorite episode of Gundalian Invaders is episode two. And it's pretty awesome because it just shows how powerful Drago and Dan are. And even with, like, the Battle Gear extension, which is an interesting thing. And then they added, like, later on, like, Baku Nanos, which were, like... It's basically just an add-on to the Bakugan stuff. It's a it's basically a Battle Gear system. Yeah. But then, like, uh, Mechanium Surge, like, that was divided into two parts. Uh, one part was... Um, where um, it was over a year since they defeated Gundalia and got Bakugan Interspace was actually blowing up like crazy. And that's what was pretty cool, is like they're connecting kids from all over the world coming to this virtual Interspace where you could just play Bakugan. That's the future right there. Mm. Yep. But yeah, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I love all the characters in Bakugan. I love Marucho, I love Shun, I love Dan. And even all I mean, those... yeah, I like Bakugan. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, you, but you know how hardcore of a fan I am. And this is like, yeah. I mean, you like, of course, and my friend Matt. I was like, yeah, I like purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like there, and I think you. I'm kind of like that when I'm like, 
Yeah, like. <laughs> but yeah, if, if you like, if you like watch episodes, I know they're free to watch on YouTube. But um, yeah, like if we ever watch, you might like some of the Bakugan. I forget who voices a particular Bakugan named Preus. You'd like him, Ryan. He's great. He's like the comedy of, of Bakugan. And he's a he's a Aquas Bakugan. He's a water attributed Bakugan, but he has the ability to switch his attribute, so he can be darkest or earth, which is pretty cool. But yeah, but either way, yeah. that's um, yeah, um, yeah. What else have I been? I mean, other than that, I've been seeing some new things. I've been watching a new season of Rising of the Shield Hero season two. I'm yeah. kind of cur- curious where it's going to go, because um, season one I really, really loved. I really loved I Rising of the Shield. I need to catch on that, too. It's a, it's a good one, Ryan. I recommend it to anyone, Rising of Shield Hero. That, it proves you don't always need a sword to do that. And work. it's not ten seasons, like, uh, freaking... Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah, that's like 84 episodes, I think. Oh my God. That feels like ten seasons. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, no, you know what feels like 10 seasons? One Piece. Because <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It literally is. And it's just li- ridiculous. Like, just get to the One Piece already. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I've been... I've been, I've been I, already, You've been doing this for 20 years. <laughs> but, hey, as long as people are going to watch it, man. That's how you look at it. Yep. People are going to watch it. Like, Naruto, too. Like, you've been freaking ninja school for, like, 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, if you include the original series and Shibuden, yeah. And Dragon Ball. Like, you've been chasing after the Dragon Balls for 25 I mean, years. Dragon Ball completely, like, went on to be, like, something else with Dragon Ball Z. I was like, wow, this is gonna be awesome. But no, it was like originally about the Dragon Balls, yeah, about the Dragon Balls, where you can summon this yeah. Dragon Shinron and all that. And now <laughs> we got aliens and we're other universes and we're fighting. Oh my god! But still, who would have thought? I mean, I mean, you go back and think about it. When you were a kid, you didn't think about it so much. But now that you're getting this new stuff, and it's all like, what is going on? But yeah. it's just like it's still like just a mind blower a little bit. I've just it, been kind of slowly getting out of Dragon Ball. Like, mm-hmm. oh, how dare you, sir? How dare you? I'm, just I'm a, the games, like the oh, games, the games, yeah, games, like, yeah. I agree with you one hundred percent. Basically like, the same thing over and over again. Pretty much. I mean, I hadn't played a Dragon Ball in forever. That's why I got Xenoverse One. I didn't, I don't yeah. want to play Xenoverse Two. But, um, yeah. It's pretty crazy, though. I, try, I tried playing Fighters, I tried playing Kakarot. It I mean, Kak- Kakarot's, basically, Kakarot's basically going through the story all over again. Yeah, it's basically the same thing over and over again. Alright. Yeah, now I'm talking about, now I want to talk about, like, I think the latest trailer I saw for Kenobi. <laughs> Kenobi, don't show it, please, because no spoilers. I won't, but I actually saw a little trailer interview with the guy who um who was doing Young Obi Wan. I forget his name. I always forget his name. Like I want to go in blind, like yeah, to that drill. 
Yeah, which is, um, well, you and I know where it's probably going to be set, Ryan. It's going to be set before A New Hope. I know, so, I know, yeah. Yeah, so this is probably going to be around the time the Empire's been, you know, doing their right stupid after, thing. Probably right after episode three. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan's not really... He, well, he's probably going to use his lightsaber, but he's probably trying to hide the fact that he's a Jedi. Like, probably in the new timeline, it's going to be episode 3, Kenobi. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Rogue One, and then A New Hope, and then... Blah, which, blah, blah. which, speaking of which, Ryan, I actually want to tell you something interesting that I just found out. Um, so, yeah. I was actually watching one video of Star Wars, the move, the prequel movies, and they added the voices from Clone Wars. They somehow modified the Clone Wars voices, how they sound in the Clone Wars, into some of these clips. And I'm like, this actually sounds pretty, they actually sound a little pretty cool. There were, the, um, I think Matt Lantern, who did Anakin uh, in Clone Wars, with, um, not to be rude of Hayden Christensen, he, um, but... Dubbed over Hayden Christensen's line, it actually sounds like a, a deeper Anakin, but a different Anakin at the same time. Like, I mean, interesting. You know, yeah. Like, but yeah, that's go ahead. Cool. But also, there are there's this um, a small production team. I think I know they have their own production YouTube channel called Hello There Studios. They are actually going to animate Anakin versus Obi Wan on Mustafar. General Kenobi. Anyway, hang on a minute. If you have something, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up while I while you talk about it. No, because you said hello there. I was just saying General Kenobi. Uh, yeah. I was yeah, finishing um, the line, but okay. That's alright. Um. Okay. Every time see. somebody says hello there in my chat, I'm like General Kenobi. Yeah, scuffle with. General Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna share it. This is the one, and hopefully, can you see it? Um, yeah. I'll turn the music down, but this is an animation update. Only a Sith feels an absolute. <laughs> Real. It's animated in the Clone Wars style too. That's cool. Look! Look at this. That is my absolute favorite scene out of all the Star Wars. See, this is the model for Anakin. Very much what they looked like in the final season of Clone Wars. Yeah. Environments. Wow, they actually built Mustafar's area. Wow. I gotta what? really catch up on that show. Like. Okay, this is a viewpoint render. Yeah. Yep. Render and saber pass. That's pretty cool. Flash, final comp. Whoa. That's cool. Alright. Okay, you know what? I like the particle effects coming off the lights and everything. Yeah, alright. Um, but yeah, whole, like, when I saw that, Ryan, I was like, because that, when I first heard about that, I heard about that in a comment, and I was like, I gotta look these guys up. Hello there, studios. And they had an update from May the 4th of what they were doing it. So they must still be in production of doing that. But I yeah. very much, if these guys can do pull that off, 
I can only imagine seeing Grievous versus Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, first of all, they're doing, like, one of the most difficult challenges. Mustafar is, like, a lava planet with all that lava effects and everything. It looks like they had to build that, I think. Well, yeah. um, if these if these guys aren't with um, Lucasfilm Studios and stuff, because that's the brilliant thing about, like, 3D renders and stuff like that, you've already made the model, so you can reuse it if you want to. Well, you know, Disney could always hire them, because that guy that did the deep fake of Luke Skywalker got hired on The Mandalorian. You're right, he did. Uh, Dave Filoni, he uh, was the director, of, creative director, I think, entirely of Clone Wars. Yeah. And he, um, yeah, he did Mandalorian, which was awesome. I am so very much, it, I, I, I don't know why, but seeing that scene and seeing it animated in Clone Wars, even when I was watching the final season of Clone Wars, I was like, I can't, I, I want to know what's going on with Obi-Wan and Anakin right now. And especially seeing the Clone Wars as well, how they've grown through the Clone Wars together. It's just like, yeah. What, how do I, do I feel more for them? Like, I feel more about this battle. Like, I, I can, I cannot wait to see what happens if once Obi-Wan gets the high ground and Anakin gets the, yeah. I imagine that that's going to, if, if they actually do a bonus scene for that fight, like show him transforming into Darth Vader. Oh man, that's going to, that's going like to be the whole, They should do the whole ending of that movie in the animated form. That would have been amazing. I'm glad this is a like, fan project as well. The fight, the... I have the high ground scene. The oh, yeah, definitely. The end. Yeah, I'm like... It's like, don't try it. Like, I mean... I From what I hear, it's just a fan project, so hopefully doesn't, Disney doesn't get too uh, big for its britches of a fan project. You say, oh, well, no, that's right, because... Nintendo. That's Nintendo. Oh, they do? This <laughs> is... Yeah, every everything Nintendo like if they make like a mod for like a Nintendo game, they shut it down. Wow, what the fuck? Well, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, cause that's Nintendo. Yeah, they. Well, I mean, obviously they want to. They do want to keep some things family friendly. I mean, to be fair, some of their games are not family friendly, but they mostly have family friendly games and stuff like that. But yeah. So, I like that. That's cool, and I want to see that when it's finished. Yeah, but, yeah. So, seeing that, like, it definitely makes me more excited uh, for... Whoop, hang on one sec. It definitely makes me more excited for the Kenobi series, especially. And not only that, I don't know if you've seen the trail, one of the trailers, Ryan, but I've seen a couple of the Sith Inquisitors from the Rebels show. I told you I am yeah. not going to watch any the of the force. The, for the force has the force has blinded him. You hear him, everyone? The force has blinded him to knowing the truth. Yes, because I want to know the truth as the show comes out and not be spoiled by the scenes in the trailer, like so many trailers do nowadays. Yeah. Well, they haven't shown anything, but I imagine like. Do you remember at the end of episode three when him and Yoda were talking? Is like he was talking about Qui Gon Jinn. I yep. wonder. If, I wonder if we're gonna get some Qui Gon Jinn back in this. It'd be awesome. Yeah, but he can still he can talk through a spirit ghost. 
like Obi-Wan oh, yeah. can. Like, what if... I, I imagine we could see that. I mean... They're not gonna get Liam back. They could get... They, if they do, they could just get his voice. Because Liam is a big actor now. Like, mm. he, he would have too much money. Oh, yeah. Well, either way, if if they don't, like, show him, they could just probably use his voice. That'd be probably be enough. Yeah. But not only that, um, like... But I imagine still he'd just be on Tat. I imagine it'd just be stationed on Tatooine because he has to stay there to guard Luke. I believe. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out in like mm -hmm. the Vader. I just fight. feel like I just feel like if I watch it, I'm gonna feel all the emotions I felt from Episode Three. Yeah. Like. I know. Like, episode three is, like, my favorite movie. Same here. It's, I'm like, I, I still love it to this. I love the way it looks. I love, in fact, I've even wanted to make my own ship designs based on seeing some of the ships from the the Republic yeah. days and stuff like that. Like, the war, the Republic warships, not the uh, Star Destroyers, the Empire Star Destroyers, the Republic warships, I actually like those better. They look better, and they look more peaceful looking a bit, other than looking like a warship. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I know Clone Wars, I gotta catch up on that show so I can watch the Bad Batch so I can get caught up on oh, the yeah. animated. Oh, Bad, ba Bad Batch, I'll say this. It picks up right as soon as Order 66 is in play. Yep. But the Bad Batch, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Like, I wanna get caught up on the animated universe stuff. Yeah. So, we should I'll do that. But, there is one more thing I wanted to talk to you about, Kagan. Go right ahead, Ryan. And, and that is a little game from Warner Brothers called Multiverses. Multi- Oh, is this the- Is this the Multiverses one? It's the Smash game. WB made a Smash game, but it's oh, for, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. DC I've... and the Looney Tunes and stuff. And they yeah. actually have a trailer out for it. Oh, they have a but... trailer out for it now? I haven't yeah. seen very much of it. I know that Batman and Kevin Conroy was going to voice for, um, for Batman in that. So I was a bit curious, huh? But yeah, I heard um I heard Batman or Kevin Conroy is gonna voice Batman for it for some voice lines. I mean the animation style is it's a lot like Sifu. Is that the game Sifu? Yeah, Sifu. I, I don't like this animation style for these characters. Really, I don't. It's just it's not my favorite animation style. It it looks like something I'd look at that should be an animated show, but not a game, in my opinion. <sighs> Multiverses. I mean, they've got Finn and Jake. Oh my god, wow. This Cartoon Network. Are you guess, watching yeah. it? I'm pulling oh. it up. Right oh, I'm not watching it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at the roster so far. Yeah, they got... Oh yeah, you're looking at Wait, the they roster. Have... Wait, how do they have Arya? Arya Stark? Yeah, they put Arya in the game. That's a surprise. Yeah. Holy shit. This is our last 
topic that we are going to yeah. talk about because I feel like you would yeah. like this game. And yeah. when this comes out, we definitely have to play this game. I'll definitely yeah. give it a look-see. Like, yeah, it's got Bugs Bunny. Okay, Bugs Bunny actually looks like his very old animation style. It's going to be free-to-play, so... Oh, free-to-play, that makes it better. Alright. Can you hear this at all? Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. Okay. Computer, what's my location? That's Kevin Conroy. Computer! Hey, dude! What's going on here? Actually, gonna be a thing? Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, so they're actually making it a thing. Yeah. Oh, that's from, uh, what am I thinking of? Um... Whoa! Oh, Jake! messed up how that thing tornado Jake the dog? Yeah. What? That's me, Neville. Oh, that's oh, that's perfect. That's a perfect combination. That's Tara Strong by Smiley Quinn, without a doubt. That's Tara Strong, without a doubt. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Waiting for that old technique. Okay, Harley looks pretty. Harley looks pretty good. Harley looks pretty good. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. That the old. I don't know what's happening here, but this looks like a job for. Is that actually Clark Kent? The original Clark Kent Superman? Iron Giant. Are you kidding me? That's so cool. Okay, you know what? It's at least piqued my curiosity. Demon Universe. Okay, so that's the trailer for Multiverse. Wow, that's a lot more than what I thought, which is interesting. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm all I'm all for it. I mean, it's yep. no Smash Bros, but I'm all for it. I am so excited for this game. Like, I mean, like yeah. First, first of all, Arya Stark still surprises me that she's there. I got well, Warner, Bro like Warner Brothers. No, I know Warner Brothers has a little bit of with HBO. So yeah, HBO Max and all that jazz. So it's that, it was, that was just kind of funny seeing them punch Shaggy while uh, Bugs Bunny was piloting the rocket. I was just like, oh my god, this is gonna be. A I got a chance to look at some gameplay for it, and like, yeah. it's cool. Oh man. I actually it looks really cool. Yeah. I I know uh, Batman was voiced by Kevin Conroy. I could hear it in him. Yeah. Sha Shaggy 
I forget who Shaggy's voice is for. It's Mr. not Matthew Lillard. It's not. No, no. That's what I thought. It was like, it's, it's a different Shaggy, obviously. I can hear it. And then, um, I wonder if Arya Stark's being played by who she... Yeah, Maisie, Maisie Williams was yeah. confirmed to be in it because she talked about it. That's awesome. That's awesome. In an article. I think, I think she's about your, my age, like, now. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty crazy, but still, that's pretty awesome of her. Because I mean, right, so everyone, everyone, think... everyone loves Arya. Because everyone loves Arya. But yeah, yeah, um, and I think, yeah, I, I, yeah, and I think, um, who is it? Uh, Superman. I think that was the voice actor for not just the Injustice Superman, but the Superman from the Superman original animated series that I watched, and also the Justice League show that I watched, and Justice League yeah. Unlimited. That better be him because that's my favorite Superman voice. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's it for Pandemic Lounge. What do you think, Ryan? Yep, I think that about, that yeah. about does it for this episode of Pandemic Lounge. Yeah, we had a lot to talk about, guys, but mainly it was just a lot of awesome things that we just had. Uh, just to get off our... Just to talk about and stuff like that, but if any of you guys feel like you have any comments, let us know. Uh, yeah, and... Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for watching it. Yeah. Thank you for all your support out there in the internet world. Yeah. We've been getting some listeners. Which is pretty good. From I mean. Australia, I think, around oh, the wow. world. So. Holy cow, it reached out around the world. That's amazing. Yeah, around the world. Still Imagine not. those two nerdy... <laughs> then the next guys. thing... In then the next thing you know, I have to make another Pandemic Lounge intro just of the couch, but just us being like this, and then, like, just the topics we talked about just in the back and stuff like that, whatever the intro. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, guys, I've been Keeks Cosplaying Art. He's been Ryan Wolfgang. I've been Ryan Wolfgang. We'll see you guys later. All right. We'll see you later, guys. Bye.